0: From the rule of our Holy Father, St. Benedict, chapter the seventh, de Humilitate, continue. The third degree of humility is that a man, for the love of God, submit himself to his superior in all obedience, imitating the Lord of whom the Apostle saith, he was made obedient even unto death. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us. Thanks be to God. I suggested yesterday that it would be profitable to look at the Johannine and Pauline elements in the Holy Rule. Yesterday, St. Benedict gave us John 6, 38. I came not to do mine own will, but the will of him who sent me. And today St. Benedict gives us Philippians 2, 8. He was made obedient even unto death. St. Benedict's judicious choice of certain passages of St. John and St. Paul, I said this yesterday, I repeat it today, uh, for the New Brothers, in some way illuminates the whole text of the rule from within, Uh, bathing the whole rule in the light of Christ. And this is why Blessed Abbot Marmion entitled his book on Benedictine life, Christ, the Ideal." the monk. Today Saint Benedict gives us the motive for monastic obedience. The monk does not obey because it makes life easier uh, at the practical level. Monastic obedience is not a question of management and personnel. It's not a question of efficacy of organizing an enterprise in such a way that the job gets done. That's one of the fruits of monastic obedience sometimes, sometimes. But it's not what we pursue. It's not what drives monastic obedience. Monastic obedience is the imitation of Christ. And the motive of obedience is the love of God. So it's not so much a question of I obey the abbot because I want to please the abbot. I obey the abbot because it will make my life less complicated. I obey the abbot because I haven't the energy to contest the abbot's orders. None of these things are worthy of monastic obedience. For the monk, obedience is the expression of love. Obedience is the expression of love. The third degree of humility is that a man, for the love of God, prodei amore, submit himself to his superior in all obedience. This uh, subdat, uh, says St. Benedict, um, to place oneself under, to humble oneself before. Uh, This means that one uh, believes in faith that the abbot from where he stands sees the situation and uh, the monk from where he is uh, may not be, generally is not in possession of all the elements. And so the Notion of submission, uh, putting oneself under the abbot is an expression of faith. Obedience expresses love, submission expresses faith. Imitans dominum, imitating the Lord. The monk looks at Christ and imitates Christ, not by mm, efforts of the will but rather by grace. The imitation of Christ is not a kind of um, uh, self-propulsed movement, rather it is a movement of grace. we can never separate the sequela Christi, the following after Christ, or the imitation of Christ, from the words of the canticle. Draw us after thee, and we shall run in the fragrance of thy ointments. The sequela Christi is about being drawn after Christ, Christ who goes to the Father. This is what we mean when we speak of the imitation of Christ, or the sequela Christian, following after Christ. Um, It's a following after by grace. And then St. Paul uh, gives us uh, this word, factus obedience usque ad morte. He was made obedient even unto death. For the monk this means that death to self, death to the old man, Death to the world, death to the flesh, death to the devil comes through obedience. Through obedience. The monk puts the old man to death through obedience. Every act of obedience deals a death blow to the world, the flesh, and the devil. Uh, Every act of obedience. Draws from God a corresponding grace. Every act of obedience is a fruit of grace and draws from God a corresponding grace. Through obedience, we go forward from grace to grace. I insist very much on the mystery of grace in all of this because I have seen and known monks who have exhausted themselves, burned themselves out physically, psychologically, spiritually by attempting to practice a self-driven obedience, uh, by attempting to uh, somehow perfect themselves, by themselves, uh, so as to then uh, be able to present themselves before God with a good record, with uh, an account of of, uh, virtues acquired, of of ascetical accomplishments and so forth. Um, No. uh, In fact, it is what Sheldon Van Auken calls a severe and tender mercy of God when a monk fails miserably. Because then, having failed miserably, he begins to rely on grace alone and he goes to God by God. St. Catherine of Siena says all the way to God is God uh, because Jesus Christ said I am the way. Jesus Christ throws himself across the chasm that separates man from God making himself the bridge over which we walk ad patrim. So for this reason I uh, emphasize very much grace um, and this is, this is characteristically benedictine. Uh, uh, St. Benedict repeatedly uh, speaks of the help of God, prayer to obtain the help of God, by the help of God. Uh, And all of this is is an insistence on grace. And uh, I've had occasion to speak of this before in relation to certain moral questions Um, and certain uh, contemporary debates on moral questions uh, speak of everything but of grace. Everything but of grace. Uh, And our Lord says, without me you can do nothing. Nothing. Not without me you can do a little bit. Not without me you can do something. Without me you can do nothing says the Lord. And uh, the degrees of humility bring a man to the point of not only saying with his lips but of knowing in his heart that without Christ he can do nothing. Uh, And it's a very good practice to go before our Lord in the sacrament of his love or in Lectio Divina Upon opening uh, the book of the sacred scriptures, to say to our Lord, without thee, I can do nothing. So um, it's important then uh, that we uh, grow in this disposition of complete reliance upon the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, which grace is never wanting to those who seek his face and trust in the merciful goodness of his heart.